Welcome to the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast, a show that is dedicated to educating you on applying science-based training, nutrition, and mindset strategies from some of the top minds in the industry to help you build a leaner, stronger, and more confident self. I'm your host, Jeff Hain. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast. Today is a solo episode and I have a topic I want to dive into and that topic is five reasons why focusing only on scale weight loss can backfire. I'm going to go over those reasons, but first, before I do that, I just want to go over a few ways you can help support the podcast. So first, if you're sick of just focusing on weight loss, which is what we're going to talk about today, instead want a body recomp, then my one-on-one online coaching program is for you. You'll find out more about that today. I help you lose body fat and build muscle with my body recomp training, nutrition, and lifestyle methods. We look at things like your lifestyle and biofeedback to individualize your training and nutrition program to you and your specific needs. There's also at least one or two bottlenecks that we figure out that are keeping you from seeing the results that you want to see. And these are things outside of your training and nutrition protocol, right? We're obviously focused on that, but usually there's things outside of that that are holding people back more than they think. So if you want more information on this, the link for the application is in my show notes, or uh, you can reach out on Instagram and uh, ask me more questions and we can chat about it in a little bit more detail. Uh, If you aren't interested in full coaching, I do one-on-one consultations where we troubleshoot any issues you have and or map out a game plan for the next couple months. Um, If you want to learn more about body recomp, I have my 75-minute masterclass on body recomp, what it is, how to do it, and you can find the link to that in the show notes as well. Next, you can follow me on Instagram, Jeff, H-O-E-H-N underscore, and that's where I'm most active on social media. You can ask me any questions. I do weekly Q&As and whatnot there. And then lastly, if you found this podcast to be helpful in any way, if you could leave a rating and review, and that will help more people find this podcast. So with that out of the way, let's dive into today's topic. So like I said, five reasons why focusing only on scale weight loss can back fire. So when somebody wants to improve their look or get into a fitness routine, what's the first thing that probably pops in somebody's head, right? Nine times out of 10, it's going to be, I need to lose weight. And I do think a lot of people could benefit from this. I've talked about this many times, right? Where, hey, weight loss for a lot of people is probably going to be a good thing. However, having it be your sole focus 24-7, 365 can and will backfire in many cases. And so In today's podcast, I want to make my case on how focusing strictly on weight loss uh, can backfire. Again, this isn't to say that, hey, you should never focus on weight loss because I do think a lot of people need to focus on weight loss. They need to drop body fat if they want to improve their look, but it's this when it becomes the sole focus and you try to do that all the time, right? So what are some of these issues? So I'm going to start with number one, and it's a potentially worse look. Uh, Again, people do this. They want to lose weight to look better, right? Obviously, they want to feel better too. That's part of it. But a a big chunk of it is uh, vanity, right? And that's nothing wrong with that. It's just, hey, I want to improve my look. I want to look better. But unfortunately, sometimes in this process, it leads to a potentially worse look. So when the primary focus is on weight loss, People often adopt extreme calorie like restricted diets or engage in excessive cardio type training or just like high intensity type training, right? These approaches can lead to a loss of body fat, right? You drop weight, obviously you cut your calories, you exercise more. That's a good recipe to drop your, to drop body weight and drop body fat. However, what this does is this also risks muscle loss, right? Because the way you go about training is not telling your body to maintain or build the the muscle you have. Okay. And losing muscle reduces the body's metabolic rate. It's going to make it tougher to maintain weight loss in the long term, right? So maintain that weight loss and actually see that, that weight loss. It also leads to a less toned and defined physique, even at lower body weights, which is going to lead to just a less desirable body composition. This is where you end up seeing people get themselves into the skinny fat look, and then they just want to keep 
losing more and more weight to get that look that they want and not realizing that what they're doing is yes, they're losing scale weight, but they're not focusing on their body composition, right? They're not focusing on building and maintaining of, of muscle. And usually this just stems from lack of patience, just bad information out there. And I think the, the lack of patience is a big thing, right? It's, hey, I want to look better. Hey, I want it in a week uh, from now. I want my hard work to pay off in a week. And it just doesn't work that way, right? The body just takes time to change and you have to be willing to do this for the long term. So you need to change your methods there. Let's, this is the first thing that I see happen here is, and, and, and again, it comes down to people's, how they go about the, the weight loss, right? It's not that weight loss itself is is bad. It's that these, the methods that people do to get there are the reasons that this happens and why it, it leads to potentially worse look. So again, we want to make sure that hey, we drop weight, we do it in a way that's going to drop body fat and not muscle. We make sure we maintain muscle. And then over time, we're not always just trying to drop weight because that's a stressor on the body and the body is going to adapt to that. And it's going to make it tougher um, over time. And in turn, that's going to make maintaining your muscle and building muscle tougher. So again, the first big thing here is the potentially worse look, which sucks because like I said, most people get into it for looking better. Now, again, if you drop weight, you feel better. Okay. Hey, that's a win in my book. But again, if your goal is to look better as well too, we might need to alter the methods that we go about. Uh, so number two, another reason here that like just focusing on weight loss where it's like, Hey, I'm just trying to get my lowest body weight can backfire is a lower body weight does equal lower energy expenditure. Okay. And what I mean by that, your energy expenditure is how many calories you burn throughout the day. Uh, people just commonly mistake the energy you burn in like exercise is the only calories you burn. But uh, again, your body is expending energy in many other ways. So you have your basal metabolic rate, and this makes up a big chunk of the calories you burn throughout the day. This is basically the energy your body uses to keep you alive. And this is what you burn at rest. Okay. And so that makes up a big chunk of how many calories you burn throughout the day. Then we have our thermic effect of food, and this is the amount of energy your body uses and expends absorbing and digesting food. So eating food itself does burn some calories throughout the day. Again, it's a small chunk, but it does burn some calories. Then we have what we would call like non-exercise activity thermogenesis. And this is just movement, spontaneous movement, fidgeting, blinking, talking, things like that. Just things you have to do from day to day, everyday standpoint, that does burn some calories. And this has a large genetic component to it where some people just burn a lot more calories than others doing this. And some people just don't burn as much, right? You take somebody like myself who likes to fidget and move around. You can assume that I probably burn a little bit more calories than somebody who doesn't fidget as much. Uh, now the body is smart, so it will adapt in other ways, but this is one thing that you'll see there. And then lastly, we have energy the calories you burn from exercise. Okay. So there's going to be this range and the de decrease in body weight can lead to a reduction in your overall energy expenditure, right? So you're just a smaller body. So you're going to be moving less uh, overall. Okay. You're going to be expending less energy overall when you are, are smaller. Okay. And that's mostly going to come from like BMR. Again, maybe it's like neat uh, stuff like that. Uh, if you're eating less food, you're obviously not going to burn as much from the, the calories that you're, you're eating as well. So when we drop body weight, we will see that energy overall energy expenditure fall a little bit. And as the body requires fewer calories to sustain it, and it just requires less fewer calories to sustain itself at a lower body weight, right? So this can make it challenging to continue losing weight or maintain the weight loss achieved, especially in today's environment with abundance of, of calorie dense foods, right? So there's also these, all these calorie dense foods available and it makes it really challenging to if your if your energy expenditure is lower and then it's easy to get all these calories, you can see where there, where is this where there is this mis mismatch. So this is where we don't want to just focus on weight loss. And again, we want to make sure too that we are building muscle in this process, right? Because muscle is going to keep your body weight a little bit higher, therefore keeping your metabolic rate a little bit higher. 
So this is why obviously muscle has a ton of benefits, but one of them is it can help you stay at a little bit of a higher body weight. And again, we won't see this drop in energy expenditure, which means you can maintain your weight on more calories. You can eat a little bit more food. You'll have a little bit more flexibility. Now we're not talking thousands of calories here. We're probably talking a hundred, 200, depending on the person a little bit more. So this isn't, this is some, like now you can just eat five pizzas and you're good to go, right? There is going to be this, there, there, it's not that big of a difference, but it will add up over time. So we want to make sure that if we're just focused on scale weight loss, you might see lower energy expenditure, which means you have to be a little bit more on top of your food. You might be able, you might have to eat a little bit less. And so we want to make sure that we're also building muscle in that process. So a lot of people don't realize this, that lower body, like this is why just trying to get to a lower body weight or your lowest body weight could backfire because now you have less flexibility moving forward. So number three, you may feel like crap in the process. The approach to weight loss is usually accompanied by extreme calorie restricted diets. Like I talked about earlier, cutting out entire food groups, maybe foods that you enjoy. And then it's just all about eating as little calories as possible, which is not a fun way to live. If you've ever tried that or on and, or engaging in excessive cardio routine. So not only are people being super restrictive with the calories that they're bringing in, they're not fueling themselves or not giving themselves enough energy, not enough vitamins, minerals. And so they feel like crap in the process, but then on top of it, they also try to just, just do all this cardio type training, high intensity training, and they continue to just beat themselves into the ground. So this leaves you feeling tired, depleted and hungry, not a good way to live. And saying this, when we are trying to drop weight, there is going to be this uncomfortableness that you need to get used to. You're probably going to be hungry at times. You might feel depleted at times. You might feel a little tired at times. The magnitude of that is where we need to pay attention to this. And so we want to make sure that we don't, again, this is where just focusing on weight loss can backfire here. I'm trying to think if there was anything else I wanted to say on that. I think that was it. But again, the the feeling, how you feel in the process is is super important. Like I said, you're not going to, it's not going to be all rainbows and butterflies when you are trying to change your body. There's going to be these periods of time, but again, that magnitude is important of how, of how bad you feel. And so we want to make sure that we're finding this happy medium of getting you to where you're in a calorie deficit at times to drop body fat, but we're also not experiencing massive amounts of hunger, depletedness, tired, et cetera. Cause again, that's not going to be sustainable and you can be pretty safe to say that there's probably a lot of stuff going on under the hood that's not great, right? Micronutrient deficiencies, things like that. So again, we're going to, you'll probably be in a little bit of a smaller calorie deficit. You'll still see weight loss. It's just going to be a little bit slower than you want. But the plus side is it's more sustainable. You're going to be able to feel good, feel better in that process. And it's going to be a more long lasting change and less likely that you rebound and have to redo all this uh, again. And then periods of time, we're going to back off of weight loss goals. And we're going to focus on fueling your body and making sure that you're building it up as well too. So number four, another reason where just focusing on scale weight loss can backfire is you have a higher, just higher risk of regain. Again, it goes into all the things I've already talked about. When weight loss efforts solely revolve around a number on the scale, there's a higher risk of weight regain. Uh, this is because of the restricted diets we talked about and unsustainable practices uh, that may be used to achieve quick, but they're difficult to ma maintain long-term. Once these methods are discontinued, it becomes easier to regain weight as the underlying behaviors and habits haven't been effectively addressed or changed. Again, it's just, hey, drop your calories for six weeks. Boom. All right. You drop weight. Cool. Now what? Uh, again, yeah, you lost weight, but if you just go back to what you're doing before, your body is at a higher risk of wanting to get back to it and probably overshooting because it's like, hey, I definitely don't want to experience that again. So you have that. And then you also just, so you just wasted six weeks there. So in order to drop body fat, we do want to pay attention to the scale weight. But if we just focus on this now, you, you, 
are at a higher risk of weight regain. And it's like, you spent six weeks doing that. And now maybe in that process, you maybe lost a little bit of muscle because of your methods. So you lose muscle. That's a worse look. Now you are more likely to regain body fat. So now it's, you might be the same weight you were before, but with more body fat and you rinse and repeat the cycle. And over time, you can just see where people's body composition just gets worse and worse over time, even though they are actively trying to improve their look and how they feel. So again, just focusing on scale weight loss leads to a higher risk of regain. And we really want to be careful with that. When it comes to weight loss, fat loss, dieting, that period after what you do during weight loss and fat loss is super important, but then that period after is also uh, very important. And people, again, typically don't get that, that the actual fat loss phase, right? They go super quick. And then they also just wing it afterwards. And that's just a recipe for disaster. But at the very least, if you're going to do this very quick route of weight loss, you need to make sure you have some sort of period after the, the weight loss diet to get you back to normal. Again, otherwise you are just going to regain that weight. And then number five, just a negative impact on mental health. Overemphasizing weight loss can lead to obsessive thoughts, right? You're just always looking at the scale weight. Oh, what am I going to eat? Should I eat this? Oh, is this going to bring my weight up a little bit? Disordered eating patterns, like I just mentioned there. Again, oh, this last time I ate this, my scale weight went up a pound. Oh, I can't have this anymore. Now you get this just weird obsession with certain foods. Body dysmorphia, I think this leads to like anytime somebody sees their scale weight go up or whatever, or down, it's okay. Now it's either I look really good or I don't. And that can lead to some body dysmorphia there and, and low self-esteem, right? Oh, why, how come my scale weight went up three pounds again, not knowing what's actually going on, but then also just putting too much stock into what the scale weight says. And so this creates a cycle of self-judgment and, and dissatisfaction with fitness and nutrition. And I feel like this leads to now people have a poor relationship with fitness and nutrition it becomes all or nothing. It becomes, I hate that. I don't want to do it. And it becomes it's fitness and nutrition should be there to help you feel better, not to make you feel worse. And so if it's making you feel worse, there's something that needs to be worked on there. And is it maybe your mindset towards just trying to lose weight, associating just weight loss with better look, better health, et cetera. Do you maybe need to reframe that? The negative impact on mental health can outweigh the physical benefits of weight loss under my undermining overall uh, well-being um, there on that. But I think that the confidence in your ability to do these things hurts. And, and now it becomes, oh, there's something wrong with me. Uh, I'm just meant to be this way. And again, that's not the case. We need to look at we need to look at everything. Uh, I think too many people focus too much on one thing, whether that be the nutrition protocol, the training protocol, when there's other things that are super important. So this leads me to my last thing. This is why I'm a big proponent of focusing on a body recomp. Okay. So this is where we, again, we're focused on improving our look, but we're not, we're also focused on building and maintaining muscle. We're also focused on how you feel um, because all these things play a role in uh, your body composition. So if you're interested in this, I have my 75 minute masterclass on body recomp. I go over mistakes made when trying to change your body and the issues around it, what a body recomp is, how to do it right. I dive into like training, nutrition, sleep, stress, supplements, et cetera. So if you're interested in this, the link to this is in the show notes. Uh, and I think it will give you a really good idea of what you need to do here to improve your look. I also made a social media post on this and the, this last kind of topic that I, this last subtopic that I chatted about here with the mental side of things. To me, there's five pillars of a body recomp. We have movement, we have nutrition, we have weight training, we have lifestyle, and we have mindset. Lifestyle and mindset are the two things that people overlook the most and they end up being the things that really hold people back, right? Lifestyle being things like sleep, stress management, what you do, who you hang out with, things like that. Mindset being, again, the all or nothing thinking, the maybe a relationship you've had with fitness and nutrition in the past and things like that. These are things that I find 
really are holding people back from where they want to go. It's not so much the training that's issue. It's not that they're training push pull legs versus full body. It's not that they're training five days a week versus three days a week. It's those other things that are super important. That's it for this episode. Let me know if you guys have any questions and I will chat with you next time. Thank you for listening. If you want more free content like this, follow me on Instagram at jeffh91 underscore or visit jhhealth.net. See you next time.